Welcome to another edition of Crompetar. This one is February 16th, and my name is Terry O'Donnell, and I'm bringing you another bunch of into what people would consider inconsequential news from around the world. I posted a bunch of little snippets here, um, and I'll try to... Um, you know, try to put them all together for you in a big, in kind of a bigger picture here as much as I can. So the deal is, as we all know, here in North America, they've been dealing with a bunch of Chinese balloons. Well, most of them balloons. They think objects of who knows what. They're not really saying, although President Biden is going to come out and address the country here shortly. But the big thing about it is they shot down a couple of balloons belonging to the Chinese. Obviously, they're spying on us. But the deal is that they have spy satellites that are spying on us all the time. So they're making a big fuss about these balloons. And the idea is that these are low-tech spy options. They're not really, according to the news articles, they're not really doing anything more than what the satellites are doing. So nobody can really figure out why they're flying all these balloons over the place. And I guess that's what all the spy people and intelligence people and all the other are taking all these pieces and parts and trying to figure out is, are they in fact doing something more than just normal spying? So that's a good question. And maybe, you know, maybe Joe Biden will come out here and tell us that they are. Who knows? The big thing about it is um, everybody was all upset initially is why we didn't shoot down the first one here that was in the news a couple of weeks ago and let it float across the United States. Well, Part of it is because Canada has an agreement called NORAD, which means that they can't, they get a hold of Washington, D.C. before anybody shoots anything. And it was, it was Biden's office that decided to let this thing float just to find out uh, what, it is that, what it is they're trying to see, what kind of data they're sending back to China and all that kind of good stuff. And then they finally shot it down over South Carolina. Here, you know, let it go down in the ocean, let them collect what they could out of it, and so on and so forth. The, the big thing about it is um, CBC reported on it. Uh, I've got a news story here that I'll, I'll post on the webpage. But, you know, it's all about everybody in North America is in this agreement. They're all going to wait for the United States to do whatever they're going to do. And then whatever they do, is they let everybody else know. You know, end of discussion. They're probably going to be more, you know, more balloons. Of course, China may stop sending them at this point because they're losing them all. Everything that floats over the United States right now is pretty much getting shot down. Whether it's in Canada or over the United States, it's going down. So, you know, that's that's the end of that. Um, I do have another story here uh, as a little consequence. So how many of you folks out there remember Guantanamo Bay? So we have this little place uh, with the military. It's called Gitmo. Um for Guantanamo Bay, and that's where we've had this prisoner since right after 9-11, where they get all these POWs from Afghanistan and Iraq and send them down there, and they were going to put them on trial, which only a couple of them made it. The rest of them sitting down there in limbo and in really bad shape in a lot of them. Uh, Health care is uh, pretty much not going to happen. So any of these guys that are getting COVID, they're getting sick, and they're not getting anything for it. Um, and, you know, the premise is the government doesn't want these people. There's a lot of bad publicity over all the treatment. 
the, a lot of these high high value targets were sent to black box sites, you know, in country, in countries that allow torture. And the CIA and the FBI, mostly the CIA, tortured these people with waterboarding and all that stuff when George W. was president. They made all big ruckus about it back then. And since then, these guys have been languishing in prison down here in Guantanamo Bay um, in Gitmo. And uh, now they're getting sick and nobody really cares. You know, the government doesn't care. They'd be only happy to see them die because um, if they die, that's less maintenance for them and you don't have to worry about a trial later. They're just POWs anyway, so who cares? Well, you know, you ought to care. I mean, we have a sta- we have a uh, a thing with uh, the you know what is, what is it called the Hague, uh, World Crimes, you know, and the United States got called out for torturing these people, but not got didn't ever get punished. Why? Because we're the biggest bullies on the block, and if we tell you not to do something here somewhere in the world, you pretty much you know you're going to have to really push us. Uh, to get it done. Most people don't. And the World Court in The Hague, you know, if the United States says, too bad, so sad, they're going to listen and they're not going to try anybody. So that's that's sad. But the United States is still the bully on the block. Uh, more stuff from Al Jazeera. Iran's Raisi getting cozy with Xi Jinping in China. Well, you know, since the United States and, and all its Western allies have been sanctioning Iran for like forever over their nuclear stuff and causing all kinds of problems over there, the Israelis are all about wiping them out if they possibly can. The Iranians are turning around and saying, hey, if the Chinese will help us get us where we want to be, good. We don't really care. As long as there's no bad things going on, me, uh, you know, Iranians and the Chinese want to get in bed together. Um, you know, it's all about getting around Western sanctions. Um, China, all they care about is finding good trade partners. Um, they need the oil. They got all kinds of stuff to trade. And they're looking for new trade markets because the United States has pretty much shut them out. And unfortunately, when the United States shuts you out, a lot of the Western countries will start kind of backing off a little bit too. So China's looking for new markets. The Iranians are saying, hey, come on over here. Let's go. Let's, we'll trade with you. Uh, no worries. Problem is, what's that going to do to the other side of the coin? Um, is that going to help Iranians enrich more um, uranium and make bombs? Well, you know, that's the question of the day. It's going to be interesting to see how that all turns out. Um, and then there's another thing from Al Jazeera, Israel. Uh, I talked a little bit about it before. Here, we're going to talk about what they're doing now. They're basically doing everything they can with their new right-wing, hardline government that they just got in. And they're saying, we don't care about the world anymore. The Palestinians are done. And they're basically rolling over the whole two-state idea. They're making more settlements on the West Bank, pushing the Palestinians into a corner. Um, Eventually, Palestinians are going to be basically forced into nothing. They're going to get forced out of where they are by the settlers. The Israelis are going to keep continuing building settlements. And their ultimate goal, as they said, is to take over all of the lands that God gave them in the beginning. So if you go back to the Old, Old Testament, and God gave the original Israeli tribes, um, the Israelites, land for them to have and to push out all the all the tribes, you know, 
4,000 years ago, or however that was, and said, this land belongs to you. Go take it. Well, the Israelis are saying, well, God gave it to us. We're going to take it back. Nobody's going to stand in our way. And so they're rolling all over the place over there. And world, you know, a lot of countries are condemning them for it. But the Americans have such a strong Jewish lobby here. They're just kind of standing by and saying, yeah, okay, whatever. We're going to turn our backs, let you do whatever you want to do, um, and let it go. You know, and pretty soon Palestinians are going to be no more. Okay, you know, and Israelis are still playing the pity card from World War Two. Okay, oh, woe is me! You killed six million of us in World War Two, so you need to continue to feel sorry for us seventy-five years later. Well, you know, I'm sorry. My book says that that's gone. Okay, you can't play the pity card anymore. You Israelis have gotten caught for spying here in the United States. And uh, we put some of their people in jail. I'm sure that we did that in, in, in public. But in reality, they just sent them back to Israel, said, all right, don't come back. Uh, we'll, you know, we won't do anything to you, but don't do it again. Um, you know, that was in the past. Um, you know, it's like, all right. So pretty much here in the United States, Israelis can almost do whatever they want to, and the Americans aren't going to say a whole lot. Um, you know, and sometimes they'll even support them, which is a shame. Um, so next thing I have here is this thing from, uh, you know, I, if you noticed, I've cross-post a lot of Tom Hartman articles. And I don't do all of them, but I do the ones that I think are very important on a scheme of things. Okay. Um, now this is dealing with internal stuff here in the United States. So let's back up a little bit and talk about the world at large, based on all these stories that I gave you here. So the Middle East, as we know, just had that major earthquake over there in the Syria Turkey Burning border. And it found out here in all the news feeds that a lot of the construction that was building all these apartment buildings was very substandard. And that's one of the reasons why they all fell in at the, you know, at the onset and killed all these people. So now, you know, they got over 40,000 people they think are dead now um, and probably going to find more. But the big thing was a lot of it had to do with the buildings coming down on people and, and you know, they had no way to, to do anything about it. There's no safety measures. And then help was slow to get there. A lot of condemning articles over there in Al Jazeera and local papers over there about, you know, the BBC and and the Guardian, um, all about how help was slow to get there after the earthquake. It's like, okay, you people are poor. We don't want to help you too much. Uh, well, you know, now they're getting in there. But here you are, what, 10 days late? Come on. You know, kind of a day late and a dollar short at this point. Um, and as far as the rest of the Middle East goes, I mean, obviously they've been in a mess over there politically for years. Um, but this new thing with the Israelis... It's going to wonder what's going to happen because, as I said, Iranians are getting in bed with the Chinese. The Israelis obviously know about it. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Not only are they going to roll out and crush the Palestinians at this point, are they also going to expand their operations in Iran? Oh, you know, could get real interesting over there shortly. Um, I'm, I'd be wondering what, what's going to happen between all of them. That that could really have a big, big effect on things here in the United States. Um, it's, right now, it's a watch and see, 
but I guarantee we're going to get involved somehow or another. I mean, we have troops over there in Syria still, you know, special forces troops. Um, you know, we still have them over there. Not that they're affected too much, but, you know, there's still snippets of news articles coming out of there, how they're still fighting missile attacks. And, you know, not very often, but occasionally um, and various other little incursions. So it's kind of wondering, well, you know, how much more are the Americans going to get involved? Yeah, you know, that's going to be a good story. Uh, if I hear any more, I'll let you know. So let's go to internal news here in the United States. Again, I mentioned Tom Hartman. I, I found an article about CPCs. These are CPC clinics. They basically are designed f by the anti-abortionists. And they're convinced they're going to do everything possible to keep women from having abortions. So they are getting government subsidies and their mandate is to do whatever it takes. And I quote that, do whatever it takes to convince women not to have abortions. It means they include lying, coercion, misinformation, scare tactics, you name it, everything other than outright torture to keep women from having abortions. And they're setting these things up right next to abortion clinics. So when you go up there, and if you're not real educated, like a lot of folks, uh, especially immigrants, um, they look just alike. So they'll walk in the first door, and it turns out to be one of these CPCs, and that's why they gang up on you and do everything they can to keep you from having an abortion send you on your way. Uh, you know, the bad thing about all that, and I've always been pro-choice, okay? And I'll, I'll make that plain right now. I've always been pro-choice. Why should any government, and I don't care what country you live in, why should any government tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body, okay? I mean, men don't have this problem. I mean, the government doesn't, doesn't tell them what to do with their bodies, so why are women in a different category? They're human beings, you know, just because they're a different gender. They're still humans. Why does the government get to tell them what to do with their lives? I, I don't understand how we're letting them get away with it. But the big thing is, because they're sitting up right next door, people don't know the difference, um, and they kind of go crazy. Um, you know, the big thing about it... It's a civil right. As far as I'm concerned, having a, you know autonomy over your body should be a civil right. It doesn't matter your gender, okay? I'm just, that's it's, it's just crazy. But yet, here we are. In this country, um, it's a big problem. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, we are borderline like a lot of these Muslim countries. I don't, I don't care, but it seems like uh, the, Christian, the Christians in this country are the hardliners, they all they want to control everyone in the country. There's been snippets of news about how a, a large group of them would like to take over the federal government, turn it into a theocracy, and make Christianity the national religion. And so, um, I've my question about that is always been, well, what about the rest of us? And, you know, as I said last week, I'm not a Christian. I'm never going to be. So, what are you going to do with people like me? You going to kick us out? Say you're not allowed to live here anymore? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That could that could get pretty dodgy. So I don't know. Uh, I kind of I kind of wonder about that. Uh, how many more? How much more of our civil rights is going to get taken away from us with these people that continue to want to do this? You know, I, I'm all for fighting, and this is one of the reasons why I do this podcast. Is I am all for fighting any way I can, whether I'm writing articles or doing the podcast here. 
about pro-choice and fighting for it, okay? Whatever it takes to get the word out. But as, you know, voters in this country need to vote for women having the choice to do whatever they want with our bodies. And that's that's all there is to it, okay? They should have that choice. Um, I can't say it anymore. Um, so here's another news from... This is an internal article that was published in Al Jazeera. And this is about indigenous people. So in this case, the Oglala Sioux, um, and it was an article a week ago about how they're being decimated by crimes because they don't have a big enough police force on the rest. Um, and they're asking for help. They want the government's help to hire more police so they can get in there and take care of this. Because what's going on is you got a whole bunch of these racists that are running up on the res, and they're running by people's houses over there and, you know, throwing AR-15s at them and ripping up the houses, killing people, wiping out whole families, and the local police there can't do anything about it because there's not enough of them to go around. Um, and, it's, and it's getting worse. And I'm sure it's not just on the Sioux Reservation. It's probably happening on other reservations around the country, uh, you know, especially all the ones in Oklahoma. You know, why are people able to just run up there and unload their guns on these people and, and just run away and get away with it? I mean, come on. In in the rest of the United States, you know, they're doing it, but they largely don't get away with it because they usually get caught as um, far as it goes. But on the rest, they rarely get caught, it seems like. And then when they, you know, if it turns out to be, you know, non-Indians... Then there's a whole big deal about how they who's going to prosecute them. You know, are they going to prosecute them on the res for for committing crime on the res, or they have to hand them over to federal authorities to prosecute in a white court? Well, you know, there's been some articles about that too, and I'm thinking that argument is still going on. You know, the India, the Federal Bureau of Indian Affairs needs to figure something out. You know, they have a new they have a new. Um, department head, um, you know, her name is Deb Holland. She's actually a tribal member. And um, the big thing about it is she's doing her best to try and do something about this. Uh, but the you know sad thing about it is that she's only so much she can do. Uh, and, and it's sad. Um, you know, we've been trying to wipe out the Indians ever since the 1800s, and we're still trying to wipe them out. Uh, although the government says, oh, no, we're not, we're not. Yeah, no, we are. Mostly it's just because of ignorance. We're just betting letting people do whatever they want to um, and not prosecuting them for it. You know, that's the bottom line. And that's sad. Uh, you know, why is it that, you know, our biggest demographic in this country is so de dead set against other people? You know, I say other people as in anybody but them. You know, if you're not a Caucasian, you're not a white Anglo, not white Anglo Protestant Saxon here in this country, everybody else is considered others. You know, they consider Catholic others. They consider anybody with darker skin others. And anybody who's considered an other is basically the enemy. And, you know, I'm like, we've been that way ever since the first colonists hit the shores in Plymouth and, and Jamestown, and they've been running like that ever since. Uh, and nothing's changed in 400 years, and not likely to change anytime soon. Uh, but it needs to change. 
you know, there's more and more people that are, you know, leaving their countries due to climate climate change and various other things. Um, you know, there's a lot of articles in, in European news right now how um, the EU is doing going to try to clamp down on immigrants coming in anymore um, because they can't handle them. You know, there's boatloads and boatloads of people leaving the subs, sub-Saharan Africa, crossing the deserts, and hitting the shores of the Mediterranean, getting in rickety boats. A lot of them are drowning. But the ones that do make it to shore anywhere in, in southern Europe are trying their best to get somewhere where they can be safe. And now they're going to get shut out. Um, you know, Britain has had a huge problem with that. France has been wrestling with it for a long time. Um, Spain, somewhat. Uh, Italy, really, really bad. Greece, really, really bad. Uh, and so on. So question is, you know, what are they going to do about this? You know, again, that's going to be another one's watch and see kind of situations here. Um, and then I have this other article here. Um, this is from Ireland. Um, it's a bit of a heart wrencher. It's a, and it's about politics and stupidity. So the Northern Irish political group, DUP, um, Democratic Union Protestants, um, still refused to set up power-sharing assembly or the continuing argument about the Northern Ireland Protocol until the British can work out something in their favor with the EU. Well, I read something today that the British, the new British Prime Minister is going to be in Belfast here in the next day or so, and apparently they may have some kind of thing worked out with the EU over the Northern Ireland Protocol. And he's going to address the government there in Belfast and maybe they'll have some kind of a deal that that way, you know, the Protestants can actually come into Stormont like they're supposed to and sit out the power sharing with the Sinn Féin and actually get a government going. I mean, that's a big problem. So how that affects this young little boy is that he got sick. He needs a heart transplant and they can't do it because of the this Northern Ireland Protocol. The DUP won't allow it. There's no government there to get it. And because of their um, government legislation, nobody, not, it's not just this little boy. I mean, he's six years old. Um, but there's other people that need things like heart, heart surgeries and various whatevers. Can't get them done until the government starts cooperating with each other over in Belfast. I'm like, that's crazy. So you can let people die because you want to get stubborn and not cooperate with your other half. Oh, you know, why can't you step up, set up the government, and then deal with this, you know, thing with the British and the EU in the meanwhile? I mean, you could still govern, and you don't have to have, you don't have to, you know, let these people die. Uh, You know, so poor Dayton McGavin is going to suffer even more uh, until they can get him a heart transplant, you know? Ah, it gets crazy. Uh, you know, here's another article here, too, from Al Jazeera. You'll notice that there's a trend here. I picked up a bunch of stuff from them, guys. Um, something about U.S. citizens. So there's an article here about U.S. citizens have actually made it publicly known that they've lost trust in their news organizations. Now, I wonder why. You know, we got things like Fox News that are, you know, spreading misinformation and disinformation left and right. They're obviously very Republican hand in the Republican back pocket. And 
they're doing everything they can to set up a civil war here um, with their media blasts. Um, and it's like, how do you people even stay in, you know, how do you even stay on the TV? I mean, but believe it or not, there's a probably a good third or more of the country that tunes into them folks just like they're the gospel. And that's what keeps them going. These people believe this stuff hand over fist. And they think that, the, you know, it's, it's the gospel of the book. And uh, they're going to, whatever they say, they're all about it. You know, they're part of the instigation for the January 6th ride back in 2021. Um, and the other part of it is they're the ones that are, you know, doing all this dissemination and discontent. You know, um, all these new casters running around saying all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's like, ah. Well, it's not just them. I mean, America, America is full of podcasts that are fomenting all this stuff, doing everything they can to, to set up riots and, you know, get crazy people out there with their guns. And this is one of the reasons why we got a lot of shootings going on um, because of all this racism that's going on on these public programs. And it's like, I get it. I get it. The United States does have a law in in the Constitution, an, an amendment that basically gives us freedom of speech. But, you know, there's a limit to the freedom of speech. You know, and there's, the big thing about freedom of speech is, is if you say something that actually harms somebody, well, you know, that's not freedom, okay? You should not be out there doing public broadcasts uh, where you are actually fomenting harm to people. I mean, to me, that's just wrong. But they're getting away with it. And, the, you know, it's the Supreme Court in the United States being mostly right-wing justices right now. They're pretty much letting people do whatever they want to, uh, saying, oh, nope, the Bill of Rights says you can do that. Oh, the Bill of Rights says you can do that. You know, and Tom Hartman has said a lot of things lately about the Supreme Court allowing politicians to get bribed by corporations, you know, 30-some-odd, 40 years ago. And it's a thing now. And it's, you know, coming back to haunt us. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if the government can work that out. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty much done with it. Uh, I'm going to sit back. I will give you guys some little news articles here, um, you know, to show you what's going on in the background and how it, how it feeds into the bigger picture you know, this thing about the, the Sioux Indians, it comes to the bigger picture of, you know, all of these, I don't, I don't want to give a, I don't want to use a, a derogatory term for these guys in the pickup trucks and their, and their AR-15s that think they can go out there and do whatever they want to, uh, and they're going to get away with it because they're Republicans and they're patriots and they're this, and they're that, and they're saving the country from all these bad people. And, you know, where do you get this stuff from? Well, you get it off the internet. Uh, you get it off your television, and so on and so forth. You get it off your radio, from podcasts, and wherever, you know. But the problem is that because these people are, you know, I want to use the word ignorant, uh, are getting this stuff and believing it without realizing what's going on, and they're saying, well, you know what? If they're saying I can do this, then it must be okay. So they're running around shooting people. Um, 
and it's it's getting it's getting really bad. It's getting really really bad. You know, some of the obvious stuff like that kid in Buffalo who killed all those people up there in Buffalo, New York. You know, finally got a life sentence. But how many others are getting unrecorded, like this business on the reservations? How many people actually read stories about the Indians getting cut down by guys in pickup trucks with their automatic weapons, uh, and you really hear about it? Okay, I'm sorry. You know, there's been lots and lots of stories about young girls on the reservations being kidnapped, raped, and killed, never, never to be seen again. And you know who's doing it, okay? Uh, you know, it may be Latinos. Um, there's a bunch of them guys running around um, doing really bad things. But by, by and large, majority of them are white people. And these guys who barely passed high school, if they even did, and they're getting this stuff off the Internet and the news and everything else, thinking they're okay with that and thinking that they're saving the country. So we'll run around, kill a bunch of Indians because we're saving the country for patriots. We're saving the country for white people. And the problem is, it's becoming more and more of a thing here in the United States where there's being a line drawn in the sand. Um, it's going to become soon, these, these certain white people want their own country. And they, they want to be able to exclude anybody that they don't want in it. And by, you know, by and large, it would be all of the people with their darker skins, um, don't believe in their brand of Christianity, um, whatever, okay? But whatever it is they decide for themselves, their big thing is we want to exclude anybody and everybody that we care to exclude. They want their own little part of the country. And I'm thinking, well, you know, there's your civil war right there, you know? We want what we want. We don't want anybody else involved, and you're going to let us have it. The rest of the country, we don't care what happens to you. Well, you know, there's not enough of them to be able to manage that. But, unfortunately, the the group is getting larger and larger all the time. You've got state legislatures that are following in on this, passing all these restrictive laws against women, and all this other voting laws, and various what-have-yous, and... I'm just like, okay, where are we going with all of this? Well, the obvious thing is there have been, and I've written articles about it. It was a bunch of stuff last year uh, about, you know, civil war. Well, is the Americans, you know, is the United States going to get involved in a new civil war? Well, you know, it won't be anything like the last one with, you know, armies fielding themselves out in the middle of somewhere and shooting at each other and wiping themselves out by the thousands. No, it won't be anything like that. Um, a lot of famous people have written about this, and they said that, by and large, it will be small militias, um, you know, using safe havens within certain states and going out and doing stuff that they want to do, you know, which would be killing a bunch of people and then running back to their safe havens, and the states would be protecting them. And by and large, you know, now you've got a, you know, a civil disobedience going on of states letting this, you know, doing this and thumbing their nose at the federal government. You know, is that where we're headed? Well, there's a lot of stuff saying here, you know, on these internal news that I bring you that are kind of leading in that direction. So I'm going to leave you with that on this Thursday afternoon. That's kind of a thought for the day. You know, is the United States going to be heading for a, a new civil war here in the next 10 years? 
Well, depends on what happens in 2024. And that's the bottom line. That's what it's going to, it's going to depend on what happens in 2024. Whoever gets elected to the federal government and becomes the new president is going to have a lot of say on that one way or the other. So yeah, I would say if that interests you in any way, shape, or form, you kind of ought to want to think about it and see, decide who you're going to vote for here in a couple of years. Because it could make all the difference of whether we're going to have a democracy in the future or not. Or we're going to have something else. Uh, again, um, I'll, let this, I'll let you think about it. Meanwhile, um, I'm going to post this on my website, um, Crown, you know, Crown Bataille. And you'll you'll see something in Facebook and Twitter um, on my Twitter account when I post all this stuff and get it ready for you. Um, there's a few other things that I've made some changes this week, um, you know, in the publications. Um, I'm going to write a story here probably is either tonight, tomorrow or something and post that. And I'll let you guys know about that. Um, you know, my Amazon book is still out there if you guys are interested. Uh, you know, the milk run. Um, I posted a thing on there, um, hopefully to get going. But like anything else, take care of yourself. Um, keep your head down. Keep your powder dry. Keep a weather eye out on everything that's going on around you because you, you never know what's coming around the country. Y'all have a good week, and I'll talk to you again next week.